Welcome to 222 Paranormal Podcast, coming to you from our studio, where we're home from Parasycon 2021. I'm so <laughs> tired. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Jen. Welcome back oh, to yeah, the show. Oh, yeah. I didn't introduce us, did we? I'm me, and that's her. Yeah. <laughs> it's us. Back in the studio. Back, back in the studio. Back. In the saddle again. It's a phenomenon. That's for Tom, our number one fan. Yeah. Who came all the way out just to see us and wore our t shirt. So, Tom, you are the man. He said he was listening to our interview with Greg Fatetic about the show on the way to the show. And he brought mom and dad and his little lady. It was exciting. And- yes, we had a great time. I was so excited, like, just to be back and just feel that vibe again. You know? The night before, it was kind of weird. It was like, you know, I don't know. I just had a weird feeling because maybe because I'm thinking, okay, did I remember this? Did I remember? Did I bring? Did I remember to bring the microphones? You know, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> We but, always we always forget something. There's always something we forgot. Yeah, this time it was a power cord for our recorder. Yeah, but it worked out. I had another cord that for a speaker that worked out good. So it was all good, <laughs> all good in the hood. And we promised to travel lighter this time, and it still filled the car up. I don't know how, but we still yeah, we did it. We did it. <laughs> I have to publicly apologize for my brother for getting grumpy because he went in the shower before I did on Saturday. <laughs> I'm like, I'm on get in there need time to get ready <laughs> we're dorks I'm sorry no it all worked out it was really really incredible uh at parasycon uh 2021 got a good deal in a hotel room we had a you know everything went pretty smooth yeah um i was just really really excited that uh we were able just to just to be back at a convention mm-hmm. again and see everybody. It was walking in, great. you know, loading in all the gear and walking past everyone. And I could hear everybody going, you know, not just to us, but mm-hmm. everybody's like, hey, hi, hey. hey. Family reunion, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, Got to see Juwan and, and Marcus, Marcus and Dalen from the Ghost Brothers and give them big hugs because <laughs> we missed them so much. And, you know, just really amazed at all the great things that mm-hmm. they're doing right now, especially with Discovery Plus and their new shows. And, it, yeah, it was just incredible. Got to see some of the other celebrity. You know, the only person I didn't get to see hi or, or talk to was Ben Hansen. Yeah, I saw him, but he, every time I saw him, he was very talk- tall. Yeah. He's way, he looks, he's way taller in person yeah. than on the show, right? Adam came up to our booth and said hi. And yeah, Adam Barry. And I did see um, Amy Amy Bruni. I didn't, I didn't talk, get to, I didn't get to I talk, didn't talk to her. her she was, the celebrities were so busy, as, so, as were all of the vendors. I'm telling you, we did not stop once. No. On, on Saturday, the first day of the convention, we didn't even get to do any interviews no. because we were so busy at yeah. our booth. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but um, didn't get no interviews or nothing, Jesus. <laughs> no shoes or nothing. <laughs> you got shoes? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You guys, I have to tell you this story. So you know, when Joe and I travel, we always like to go to the Goodwills because I have to source for my business for my Poshmark. So this time it was garage sales instead of Goodwill because uh-huh. I knew if we went to Goodwill, I'd come back with like fourteen garbage bags, yeah. full of stuff. 
There's some nice neighborhoods out there, by the way. It, Mansfield is a beautiful town. I, liked it. I really, really like that town. It, it was just like little nice neighborhoods, and everybody was friendly and, you know, kind of a slow pace. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, remind me of Toledo. <laughs> so, so, anyways, the shoes. <laughs> and we got to meet some new paranormal friends. We did. At the, uh, was it, no, it wasn't the same garage sale. It was, it was a different one. garage sale. So, I always try to find like high end designer items. And also just really, you know, popular brands. So Joe's like, there's some shoes over there. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, let me go check them out. And it's funny because when we go, I'm always looking through stuff and I see the shiny stuff, you know. Hey, and Jen's like, no, don't look just at shiny stuff. It's got to be brand name, you know. <laughs> but anyways, I saw something shiny. It was red and white <laughs> and 800 feet long. <laughs> so Joe's like, what about these? And he pulls out these tennis shoes. They're Nike, brand brand new, never worn, Nike, red and white, like mid-top cleats. Football cleats. Football cleats. They were size 19. <laughs> size <huge>. 19. <laughs> they were giant. And so the guy's like, oh, the kids bought those for me as a joke, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, how much you want for me? He's like, five bucks. I'm like, so. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the talk of the weekend. You know, if I can sell them at a good price, that's going to pay for like one night in their (laughs) hotel. (laughs) But I couldn't believe they were giant. I got to take better pictures. So I did post them up for sale, but (laughs) I got to get some better pictures. I just did it really quick. But no, Mansfield, amazing. Yeah. Everybody there amazing like greg and kathy and the whole tricy team did a fantastic job mm-hmm. and all the people you know volunteers at osr it couldn't have gone any smoother no. for us at least i don't know about them I but our table was right next to their their headquarter table you know where all they you know their main headquarter table right and where they had the radios and everything and you know they always had someone there monitoring the radios because ohio state her reformatory is huge giant and they had probably 20 volunteers working it. So if they had trouble either outside mm-hmm. or wherever. But it didn't look like they had any trouble. Um, there was that one little girl that lost her mom. I know. But it was sad. But other than that, United, though. there was like, it went so smooth and everybody had a good time. All so right. Kathy and Greg Fatatic, hats off to them. They yeah. just do an amazing job. <laughs> Very good. No, um. That show couldn't, it couldn't have went any better. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was social distance and everybody, you know, just felt comfortable. And something weird happened though, Joe. Yeah. And this was a um, why I was away. And you, you and I were traveling. So my nephew went over to my house to pick something up and he took his daughter. And, you know, you guys know I have like paranormal activity in my house all the time, right? Because I talk about it on the show all the time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so he goes over there and... um I had left him a key so he could get in the house, and he goes in, and he takes his daughter's five years old, four, four, four going on five, and um, she had gotten this rosary from my mom, so so that would be her great-grandma. So my mom had given this rosary because she wanted to play with my mom's good, expensive rosary. She's like, no, so, you know, she gave her this little purple rosary, and she had taken it over to my house. Well, my nephew was... Um, picking something up she set it on the couch and left it there and then they went out into the bathroom or outside I can't remember she had to use the bathroom and then she wanted to check out my porch and he comes back and the rosary's in the middle of the kitchen yeah on the floor 
He's like, I know we left it on the couch because she was like crying because she left it on the couch and we went back in to get it and it was on the middle of the kitchen floor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Explain that. <laughs> That's my house and I have to sleep there every night. <laughs> <laughs> Just never know. Strange things happen. You know, you wonder if maybe something moved it so they could find it quicker. Maybe. Yeah. You know, who knows? Because you know, I got a lot of spirits in my house. There was something really, really strange that happened at Mansfield where we're there but you'll have to listen to the next show to find out because it's a good one and we're going to tease you a little bit with it okay okay so So, anyhow we had a chance to talk to some very nice ladies from the Ohio ghost hunters of Lucas County and Henry County yes okay and we thought we'd premise is it Mm -hmm. a premise we thought we pre (laughs) Yeah, promise. Yeah, promise the interview. Um, With some stuff that happened around Henry County. Yeah, so, you know, we always talk about things that are haunted here in Lucas County, where Joe and I live. You know, we weren't sure what was going on in Henry County. Now, it's a a farm community. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of towns in it, but they're small, smaller rural Mm -hmm. towns like Napoleon, Ohio, and Grand Rapids, Ohio, Deschler. So, these are like smaller farming communities. Small downtowns, old, you know, the Erie Canal run th- mm-hmm. ran through uh, most of it. and Maumee River, I think. Yeah. Per- so Native American land, um, farming communities. So I found some really cool and short little ghost stories about each of these, okay. you know, some of the locations in and around Henry County. So the first one is at a Deschler. Now there's a place called the Deschler Station. And... The ghost activity, it's an old restaurant and a bar now. So they say footsteps can be heard from the um, second floor. Now, it, the second floor is abandoned. There's cold spots. They have seen two ghostly men uh, sitting in the bar after it um, is closed for the night. And then the building at one time was used as a hotel uh, for nearly 75 years before it was converted into a restaurant. So that's called the Deschler Station. Okay. So, you know, hotels. Yeah. People in and out. A lot of strange things happen. You know, ghosts, hauntings, deaths. A lot of deaths in hotels. Yeah. So there's another small little um, town called Hamler. Now, in this is called Patrick Henry High School. Um, the students reported that they have been pushed and they turn around and nobody's behind them. And it usually happens in between classes. Now you would think, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, kids. But if there's nobody there and you're getting pushed, it's interesting. Others have had their names called and nobody was there. They have reported in the restrooms hearing people cranking like the toilet paper or towel dispensers okay. and nobody's in there. Huh. Which is interesting. That's a different one. That's I've never heard that one before. Toilets flushing by themselves, which, I mean, can or cannot be explained, right? And then they have even seen their friends standing there, and then they disappear. Like a uh, doppelganger type yes. deal thing? Yeah, hmm. which is interesting, because um, we did hear a story about doppelgangers at Mansfield Prison. Oh, recent yeah. stuff happening. And then, you know, they would talk to their friends and the friends would have like similar experiences, but not the same. I don't know. Yeah. Just like, you know, you're like there. No, I wasn't. I was <laughs> in class. Okay. Here's 
a report of a ghost car. And this is out of Holgate. Now, Holgate's just another little small blip town. Sorry, Holgate. I'm not <laughs> I'm not knocking you. You're probably a great little town. If you've got a good will, call me. Witnesses have reported seeing ghostly images or a ghostly image of an antique car from around the 1920s roaming the streets of Holgate at night. The car has been spotted traveling along several streets, and then it mysteriously vanishes. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Now, I wonder if that's a residual, as if it's the exact same pattern each time. Probably. It was probably like an owner of a... a, Because, you know, if you had a um, uh, one of those old-time cars, you would probably have to be rich i would think in the 20s you know and well maybe off was, yeah well off probably somebody who owned a business who mm-hmm. went to that business every single day we gotta get down there because the same that's time, really interesting yeah. um liberty liberty center ohio so the 8c shack uh these are ruins of an old farmhouse and pig barn and are reported to be haunted so witnesses have reported feeling anxious having cold chills human shaped shadows um, were spotted running through the woods around the shack and around the ruins. Oh, wow. You know, and then people have claimed evil presence can be felt or sensed. And then they have reported very disturbing dreams the week following after visiting those locations. Mm. So so something either mentally or physically attaches to them. Mm-hmm. And within a week, they get dreams and out of it. That's... Yeah. And then this one's a little bit long, but I'll I'll try to... Condense it for you guys. So in McClure, Ohio, which is another small town, go figure, um, <laughs> there's something called Carrie's Grave. Now, this is a legend that says there was a girl um, named Carrie who was always picked on by other kids, and they would pull really mean pranks on her. So one of those pranks went bad, and Carrie ended up being killed by this prank. Now, she's buried at the Olive Branch Cemetery, and it's in the northeastern part of the town. After her death, kids would go to her grave and trash it and even broke her tombstone. Mm -hmm. Now, frustrated, her parents built a cast iron fence around her grave to keep out hoodlums, but they just climbed over the fence. And so it was said that Carrie would come up from the grave one night and killed one of the kids. Oh. The fence posts could be seen through the child. Uh, Legends says that you can still hear Carrie scream every night around midnight. Her grave is noticeably notable and can be seen from the road. There's a second legend about Carrie's grave. Now, this one states that Carrie was the baby of a mother whose name was Susan, in the late 1700s or early 1800s. Um, Carrie had gotten sick from a plague, and Susan was forced to watch her daughter suffer and die. This caused Susan to be very uneasy, caused her to have mental problems. So the local physician diagnosed Susan as crazy and having witch-like traits, and the doctor told her she needed to seek help. So Susan didn't take the advice and went to the baby's grave and dug her up and then acted as if Carrie was still alive. The fence that was built around the smaller version of the six-foot iron fence was built there in the early 1800s. When Susan and her husband died of unknown causes, they were buried um, within the fenced area with Carrie. So when one walks around the outside of Carrie's fence, or um, the fence of Carrie's grave, they feel like they're being followed. They Mm. have very odd feelings. 
the also on the date of Carrie's death, you can see an apparition said to be Susan from the road. Now, is it true? We don't know, but I'm think we got to put this on our list, Joe. We, yeah. I think we're going to have to get in the I car actually, and go. <laughs> while you were reading that, I went up online and looked at it and mm-hmm. Haunted Toledo did a bit on it. Oh, okay. So cool. I looked at the pictures of the grave and that and we can find it. It's like they said, you can see it right off the road. Awesome. Now, in the same town, in, uh, let's see, that was McClure, there's another legend. So this one's called Crybaby Hill. And a massacre of babies supposedly took place on or near this hill. Unreadable tombstones dot the hill, and the cries of baby are often heard at night. So people have seen things crawling around on the, on the ground and hearing strange sounds at the same time. Um, people visiting the location at night report seeing multiple figures visible in the moonlight running through the cornfields and around the hill. Some also have reported small handprints on the back of their cars after returning from the hill. Oh, really? now there we have to find it. Let's, we need to make a weekend of that. Or I know, just, right? Because we can go up there at night and Spooky. put no. powder on the back of the car. There we go. Yeah. Why not? Let's try it. <laughs> Just don't use powder sugar because it melts. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in Napoleon, Ohio, um, there's a couple like quick little stories here. One is called Bernicke's Grocery. And it says, whenever it is quiet in the store, you can hear the beer coolers opening and close, um, even though the doors remain closed. Drunken ghost spirits. Spirits need spirits. spirits. We need some beer on the other side. <laughs> so anyhow, we had a chance to talk Natty to Natty Light. <laughs> yeah, Nat, Natty Light. Natty. Champagne of yours. No. Natty. Uh, <laughs> so let's get into the interview. We had a chance to sit down and talk to the ladies from Ohio Ghost Hunters. And uh, we had a great time. Hope you enjoyed the interview. We'll be back after the interview. And with us today, coming from Paris Icon 2021, we have the Ohio Ghost Hunters, Kathy Robinson and Gina Eirich. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Good Thank to be you. here. Yes. Ohio Ghost Hunters of Lucas County Lucas and, and Henry, Henry County. So how long has your group been together? Just about 30 years. Wow. It was founded 30. with uh, Jay, wow. by Jay Harford, and mm-hmm. we've been growing since then. That's He's a- been growing, so we're newbies. <laughs> <laughs> What surprises you most about the paranormal? Like, when you get into this group, was there anything that you learned that you just weren't aware of, like, with ghosts or ghost hunting? Probably that they're always with us. Mm. Yeah. We're never alone. Mm -hmm. So if you want your loved ones, they're right there. Now, do you normally do business or residential, or do you do both? A little bit of both. Okay. Mostly residential, though. Now, when people call you, um, you know, what is the process for that? Are, are you vetting them somehow? Like, okay, are these people cuckoo? Or, you know, do I really want to go in this house? What's the level activity? Right. Most everything goes through Jay. Mm-hmm. And Jay will, as you say, vet it out. He'll do history on the location as much as we can, you know, background check. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, he... Pre- you know, uh, presents it to us, okay. and we pretty much will take it from there and say, okay, we got this, and we'll do this, so we're going to try and figure that mm-hmm. out. Gina is one of our lo- newest and best additions <laughs> in the last year and a half or so. She's our house, we call her our, mm-hmm. our house medium. She's excellent. So yeah. we got her 
we go along, we can pretty much get it done. Yeah. Now, have you run into anything where the people's activity turned out not to be paranormal? Like, say, for example, it was a raccoon in the attic or something, (laughs) you know? You know, not so much animals as it is in today's society. We're creating a lot of our own energies. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. And it will come, it'll ricochet off you. Yeah. So we have recently, more so recently than ever, found more cases where it's really it's you. Mm-hmm. And so we try, and we'll put Gene out there to give them um, ways of easing that. Mm-hmm. Because once once you settle down inside, your your environmental settle down too. Oh, yeah, that's important. Now. Have you run into any houses that you just, the activity was just off the chain or off the hook? <laughs> yes. Can you tell us a little bit about it? You don't have to name names or places because keep it, you know, private. But um, Well, there's one place that was off the chain. The first one that we investigate, uh, it was just like portals. Oh, wow. It was a really nasty area. Mm-hmm. And on the ghost box, it says, beware, and it said a street. And I'm thinking, okay, cool. Well, the next day, me and my cousin was going to get her grandson. It said the street, and it said accident. We was almost in an accident. And that warned, do not come back. That place had a lot of negative activity. I refused to go back. Okay. Because it's a lot of people's energy in it and what happened before. And I can see the apparitions. Some of them died of a drug overdose. Okay. And I found out the house did burn. Sometimes, well, the biggest thing is finding out that everything is like an onion. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's an onion. Yeah. So you might call us in, and we think, you know, we, we might have a grip on this energy, but you only peel the first layer. Right. That might piss off the second layer or the third. And then you come in with your energies, and so there's a nice little bubble around. So how many layers do you want to peel before you find out, you know what, this isn't going to go anywhere? It's not that you can't contain it, not necessarily contain it, but subdue it a little bit, but it probably isn't going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. I always find that, you know, a lot of times the energies that are in those homes, people move in, they just don't realize, you know, it's like, I always suggest people when they're buying a house to have a team come in. If, you know, they're feeling, if they walk in and they love the house, but they feel off, like put their team in and let them just read the energy of the, the house or the room or the, sometimes the business some most people don't even trust their own gut instincts what well, you, yeah, your right? gut tells you what donut to go for right yeah it should tell you what car to drive that this is a nice house this, let's not go here mm-hmm. but also there's an app now that called died in the house is there I didn't yes know that. there is oh, no. we, yes <laughs> so you can enter your address mm-hmm. It I'm will a, tell you the hit, you know, I the history and died in the house. <laughs> That's incredible. Now, yeah. How long do you generally stay in an investigation? Do you do it weeks? Do you do it? Oh no! Well, I mean, geez, no. Okay. I mean, pretty much, you're gonna, you're able to walk in and walk out within a matter of hours. Okay. It all depends on how much it's gonna present itself. How much, mm-hmm. really, you're gonna pull together. Yeah. But no, nothing. Okay. I mean, not that we don't get callbacks. So yeah. There are times you got to take it in stages. Mm-hmm. So we've been on 
a few where we had to make a second or a third return. Okay. But each time you're cutting down those outside factors to get it to where it's good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I always wonder about that because you never know how much activity you're going to have when you first go in. I mean, even though, even though, I mean, you're going to do your research before you go in if it's a family that's asking for help. Right. But you never know. I mean, the spirits may be subdued when you come in. And then, like you say, you have to go back. You know? Each one, I mean, pick your teams well because really those energies are also going to come around your people. Mm-hmm. Or your people draw certain energies. Yeah. So we do back to back each other. We don't let no one go in by himself or anywhere by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, our energies are also attracting them while we're going through your energies to figure it out. Yeah. So yeah, don't take a mean person with you. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> And don't treat the spirits as if they're not there. I mean, exactly. we always say that you treat the treat the spirits as if they're standing in front of you. You're Respect. not going to come into a house and throw a REM pod in there and start screaming, light up the lights. You know? You're right. You're right. If you treat them with respect, they, they pretty much welcome you. Yeah. Yes. They will tell you what's up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't go into their house. They came before us. Yeah. I always believe respect. That was their place before mm-hmm. and sometimes they just need someone to listen to them yeah say hey i'm here i have my story to tell mm-hmm. there's been so many times where like poltergeist activity people think it's so demonic and all that it's not it's just they're trying to get your attention right to talk to them it's just if you didn't take that little wispy thing or this or that of course they're gonna throw a pan yeah or because slam the cupboards they know you can hear them but you're not you're not reacting, mm-hmm. so they're going to do something to get your... And then the first one's fear. Yeah. Yeah. All you had to do was listen, you know, <laughs> and, and say, hello, it's all right, it's all right. That's what I do. I go into a place, I listen, mm-hmm. and you're just like, that's that's their story, and I'm their voice. Because it's like being in a foreign country, and then you go there, and they're like, well, hey, wait a minute, one person here knows my language. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's a great way to put it. And... Sure. I listen, mm-hmm. and if I can help, I will help and relay the message. Sometimes they give me a message to the previous homeowner, as long as they get that message across. Mm-hmm. 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 Like, you know, I always um, go into estate sales, so I get a lot of activity when I walk in because the people are selling off these people's things, you know, and their things are leaving the house that they were yes. maybe in for. 80 years or something so I'll, I'll be in there and I'm like uh, you got a ghost upstairs and she doesn't <laughs> like it that you're selling your great aunt Dorothy's doilies you know yeah, like, yeah. So, it's true yeah it's true it's amazing now what do you think about when you come into a place like this we were talking about respect now it's a different type of respect when you're going into a haunted prison right it is, but it's still respect because mm-hmm. I don't that, think everyone at that time knew what they were getting in to yeah. themselves. Right. And then all of a sudden you find yourself behind something that there's you've, there's no hope. Yeah. Yeah. But um, there's a lot of uh, time for reflection here. I know. I keep looking up but, like, I'm going to see a ghost here pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, by now you, you can't help but have empathy mm-hmm. and knowing their final outcome. Yeah. For sure. You know, I mean, so. I, I believe yeah. some of them come here someone was wrongly accused because you got to look back at the time and just show some human compassion you know hey guys I know you guys screwed up because a lot of them gets blamed even when they get out they they have no place Mm -hmm. 
show some human compassion. Mm-hmm. You know, you come into a place like this and you may, 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 who knows what they did because this originally wasn't even a max prison or anything like that. This was just a place where, you know, I, I want to say everyday criminals, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. People, yeah, petty, petty crimes. crimes and stuff would come. And then once Columbus burnt down, they brought the bad guys here, the real bad, you know, maximum security people here. And they intermingled with the people that may have got a drunk driving or something. Right. And it really, like you were saying earlier, it brings them down. It, it ends up being no hope. And then there's yes. their spirit saying... I have no hope. I have no hope. And then if they do pass away and people don't know them, they end up in the graveyard with just a number. Yes. Right. Yes. And they're they, stripped of their identities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And show human compassion. That was somebody's son, husband. It's just like, that's why I feel. Yeah. Show compassion. Mm-hmm. I just wonder, like, when you walk into a place like this, like, how do you feel? Like, do you feel the spirits coming at you? You guys have sensitive, are you it, sensitives or have abilities? No, I'm, no, we're not like Gina, but yet we know when they're around. Yeah. We sense them just as much, but really it's, it's, it's peaceful though. I mean, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's not like we walk in here and we feel threatened or, um, you know, that we're in danger. No, it's more like, um, they've, uh, resolved themselves to the fact they're screwed hmm. and they're just happy. I think for the moment of light coming through yeah i think when we do these type of conventions and bring in so many people who are just fascinated about it i think it kind of lifts their spirits like somebody's yeah. remembering us somebody's restoring the building that i spent years they love it they appreciate it that they yeah. know yeah yeah it's true and i believe some of them don't see what we see they see what's in their time oh yeah it's just yeah. like in a house mm-hmm. that you can hear something banging on the wall or something well, maybe that wall wasn't there. Yeah. They're just doing the normal routine. Mm-hmm. It's like, oops, sorry to wake you up. Yeah. You put the wall there. <laughs> you know, and that's, you know about, I mean, obviously, you know about residual hauntings. People see these ghosts walking and they go, they walk through the wall. And you're like, that's probably because it wasn't there before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. just like a loop in time, playback, mm-hmm. playback. Yeah. You know, we hear about, <clears throat> and it just popped in my mind when you said that, it, we hear about people that see ghosts walking down the street, but they're halfway down the road. Yes. And that's because the road wasn't there when they were walking through. You know, right. that's the same thing with these buildings like this. They see it in their time. Yeah. And that's why lots of times when we're doing in, um, when we're doing investigation, I'll always say that. I'll say, we are in our time. We may not see you or hear you, but we know that you're here. Mm-hmm. And I, sometimes I even say, we're not ghosts. We're just in our time. Right. You right. Know? Yeah. yeah we do all run parallel. Uh-huh. Yes. We, we are all together, though. <laughs> yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Now, if anybody is having activity in their home or needs help, how would they get a hold of you girls, well, your team? They can go, go right smack to our Facebook page, punch in Ohio Ghost Hunters, Ohio Ghost Hunters, Lucas Henry County. You'll find Jay Hartford. You'll find us. He will put in your little note, mm-hmm. leave a number, and he will definitely, we will definitely help you if we can. That's awesome. 
We've heard really good things about the team and that, you know. And oh, well, that's oh, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so great to see everybody <laughs> back at the convention and be able to, yes. you know, run into the people that we are friends on Facebook with <laughs> or, you know, connect with. But, you know, it's so great finally to get Our back. Our spirit family. Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, really, that's yeah. what it's yeah. like. It's a spirit it reunion. It is. All right, well, thank you so much. We appreciate you coming on. It was really good seeing you all weekend, too. Well, thank you. It was our pleasure, truly, being here. So thank you very much. Ah, so nice. (laughs) They were just amazing. Yeah. No, it's just nice to hear. Good peeps. Yeah, like people who are out there, you know, just trying their best and and coming into their abilities and and using that and uh, just, you know, just wish them all the best. And hopefully we run into them at a ghost. I think we will. I think if we head down to see these locations, we need to get a hold of them. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to do a joint venture. (laughs) Anyway, so So, yeah, that was a great interview. I really enjoyed it. Next couple of weeks, we have a couple more interviews for you. Really good ones. We got some great interviews. Like I said, we were super busy on Saturday, so we didn't get too many. But the ones we got are really good quality yeah. interviews. Yeah. And again, we just want to thank everybody at Parasite Kind. I know they worked so hard on it. And, you know, it was so hard with COVID being taking a whole year away from us. Yeah. But um, now that we're back, it doesn't seem like it's been two years. I know, right? Because we kept saying, were you here last year? And everybody was like, yeah, we were here last year. And we're all like, wait a minute. No. No, the year like, before last. Yeah. <laughs> Way back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) No, but if you guys get the opportunity, I highly recommend going to Mansfield. Like if you haven't been there, save up your buckos, sell some stuff on Poshmark and and take that money and go because it's well worth it. You'll get amazing amount of activity Mm -hmm. there. It's just, it's incredible. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Like we always say, please, please, please get up on our website. We have T-shirts for sale up there. They're still on sale for around $17 a shirt, which is yeah. super good deal. Awesome. Support the show. Yeah, support, support the, show. the show. And another way to support the show for free is to tell every single solitary person you know about the show until they say, shut the hell up and stop telling me about the show. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. No, but we really, you know, you guys, we do this for you. We love our listeners and we appreciate you sticking around with us and... We'll have some great interviews come out, so stick with us, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, stay tuned for another great show next week, and let's leave with The War from Dead in Five. Goodbye, everyone. Support!